Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. Just, just a huge show we have for you today. We're going to have Chase Geyser in studio at 10 a.m., uh, podcast host here in Austin, doing some incredible stuff. Very excited to talk to him, but uh, I have a lot to talk about, so I'm going to try to buckle down and get to all of it. I have just so many videos to show you, so many topics to cover. It looks like the Republicans are actually fighting back against the deep state on a number of levels, and it's very good to see. We'll talk about whether these attempts will come to fruition or whether the deep state has total control and no oversight whatsoever by the people or their representatives here in America. We'll be talking, of course, about the war in Ukraine and a number of other, a number of other major topics. So let's just get right into it, shall we, with our Daily Dispatch? All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 30th of March, 2022. Biden signs bill named for Emmett Till making lynching a federal hate crime. Thank God, folks. Finally, the real problems in America are being addressed by our leaders in Washington. All right, he said, it's law, said the president, who was surrounded by Vice President Kamala Harris, members of Congress and top Justice Department officials. The Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act is named for the black teenager whose killing in Mississippi in the summer of 1955 became a galvanizing moment for the civil rights era. His grieving mother insisted on an open casket to see how her son had been brutalized. Uh, Biden said, quote, racial hate is not an old problem. It's It's a persistent problem. Hate never goes away. It only hides. That's that's a that's a paranoid sort of way of thinking, isn't it? It's like I don't see any hate. I don't experience any hate. That just means it's hidden. That means it's more dangerous than ever. That means it it needs to be addressed even more forcefully when we can't see it and when it doesn't exist, when it's not actually happening. That's when you know it's really dangerous. It's just the it's the Democrats paranoid delusions about the state of race in this country and they're passing laws based on their own schizophrenic imaginings kamala harris was quick to uh, add her part to this saying quote lynching is not a relic of the past Uh, fact check here no it actually is it actually is a relic of the past that we all as americans would like to leave behind us and recognize that it was a shameful aspect of our history that we've grown out of and can now leave in the rearview mirror and with all the you know, regret attendant there. But no, 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 we have to pull it to the forefront, put it in everybody's face, pass laws about this so the Democrats can virtue signal about the made-up hate 
crimes that they constantly fabricate for themselves. She says racial acts of terror still occur in our nation, and when they do, we must all have the courage to name them and hold the perpetrators to account. Yes, like Jesse Smollett and Bubba Wallace, the, the most courageous among us, or Will Smith for that matter. Uh, stupid nonsense. Moving on. Lawmakers dropped the receipts on Hunter Biden on the floor of the Senate. Senator Chuck Grassley and Senator Ron Johnson took to the floor of the Congress on Monday to lay out the considerable financial connections they had found between Hunter Biden and oligarchs connected to foreign governments, including Ukraine and China. From the Washington Examiner, quote, our report exposed – this is uh, Grassley speaking – quote, our report exposed extensive financial relationships between Hunter and James Biden and Chinese nationals connected to the communist regime, Grassley said Monday. More precisely, there are Chinese nationals connected to the Chinese government's military and intelligence services. Major bombshells dropped on the Senate floor, and we'll show you those videos and talk about what they've uncovered in this program. There's uh, Chuck Grassley once again. Publishing the receipts coming with the documents. Meanwhile, Bloomberg reports that households now face a $5,200 inflation tax this year. $5,200. Just imagine what you could do if I were to write you a check for $5,200. Go on a massive vacation, spend a month in the Bahamas. I mean, who knows what you could do? Well, you can't anymore. Now that money's coming out of your pocket, going into the gas pump because the Democrats have control. That's why. Another reason or another uh, outcome of Democrats being in control, Homeland Security is making plans to handle a record surge of migrants at the border. Oh, you thought the surge was over? No, it's just beginning, folks. It's full-on replacement, and it's coming fast. We'll be right back. We'll finish up with this. We'll move on to some other news. Stay tuned. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. You came down to this southern town last summer. All right, welcome back, folks. Uh, finishing up with our daily dispatch here. In Ukraine, the war rages on. Ukraine's military says Russia now partially withdrawn from Kiev. Pentagon calls it deceptive repositioning. Ukraine's English language news portal is citing the country's military who say Russian forces have partially withdrawn from Kiev and Cherniev after... Kremlin said coming off constructive negotiations in Istanbul that the military would drastically reduce operations near the two major cities. According to Ukraine's military, the Russian army is regrouping in the east to concentrate its military power in the area. In the south, Russia is preparing to resume offensive operations, the Kiev-based outlet wrote. Uh, Kavusoglu described, quote, the most significant progress since negotiations began and believe there are or are about to be some peace negotiations there in Ukraine. It looks like Ukraine is willing to give Russia some of their demands, find compromise in certain places. But, of course, the New World Order would rather have that not happen. No, they've got other plans, bigger plans for Ukraine to be folded into their globalist superstate. And undermined in every possible way. All right, that's it. That's your Daily Dispatch. Where to go to now? Uh, first of all, can I give you a little preview of something that's happening a little bit later today? Something I'm very proud of. It's here on my computer screen. Uh, it's, it's, it's looking to be a, a pretty big week for me. Actually, on Saturday, I will be attending the uh, Killstream Bullathon. But first, today, this should be released. I don't even know if I'm supposed to show this, but I am because I'm proud of it. Remember the Alamo. A tyrant has been dethroned. A tyrant had been dethroned. A republic founded and a people saved from extermination, all thanks to the sacrifice of the Alamo defenders. Like the criminal horde of Santa Ana, the legions that beset us now are offering no quarter. They're demanding a surrender that is a prelude to death. 
words from Harrison Smith. This is an article I wrote for Man's World. I did it. I actually wrote an article. It was very hard. I don't understand how writers do it. It took me like two months to write this thing. <laughs> it's probably the most work I've ever put in this one, one singular uh, written project. But uh, there it is. The full article uh, should be out today on Man's World. And uh, we'll bring it to you once it's released. But that's just a little preview for you. I wrote a very extensive article about the attacks against the Alamo and how it is our duty to God to uh, resist the criminal hordes, just like our heroes at the Alamo, defending the dead who are not here to defend themselves from the baseless attacks from the weird little academic squirrels that are constantly chewing at the roots of our civilization. Uh, That's a little preview. I'm also on uh, April 2nd. I'll be attending the Killstream bowling tournament, which should be very fun with uh, Ethan Ralph and just a huge number of creators. It'll be in Dallas. Uh, If you're in Dallas or want to be there, uh, tickets are now available and that should be fun. I'll also be debating a boy named Destiny about nationalism versus globalism, which I think is hilarious. They asked me if I wanted to, to debate, and I said, eh, may, yeah, maybe. And they said, oh, the topic is nationalism versus globalism. And I was like, yeah, I think I'll debate that. Yeah, I think I, think I will. I think my biggest handicap going into the debate is I've, I've never heard a good argument for globalism. I, do, I don't understand. I feel like globalism is only something supported by billionaires who use it for their own gain. So why would you be in favor of that? I'm not sure, but we'll we'll figure that out uh, this Saturday, 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 April 2nd in Dallas, Texas. That should be very fun. Now, you may not know this, but right now the World Government Summit is going on. We're going to go to clip number 19 here. It's a short one, but uh, Josh Lekic uh, posted on Twitter today. The World Government Summit is taking place, World Government Summit 2022, and they have one singular topic one overarching title for the event, and I don't think this will come as a surprise to you as we go to clip number 19 and hear what the World Government Summit is all about. And the title of this session, Are We Ready for a New World Order? I know you're shocked and surprised, aren't you? It is a little bit shocking. It is a little bit surprising that they're so blatant now, that they're so overwhelmingly confident in their position, that they're shedding any disguise. They're casting away the the curtain in front of them and revealing once and for all, yes, this is a new world order. Yes, we are in charge of it. Yes, it is exclusively for our benefit. And the old world order will be done away with by force, whether you like it or not. That's what they're telling us right now, and we've known this the whole time. It's just, it's kind of nice to see them just come out and say it. Of course, the question I think you should ask most people is, do you want a new world order? Do you want a new globalist superstructure designed by a bunch of people who openly despise you as unelected, permanent, bureaucratic superclass over everybody else? Is that really... Your idea of a good time? No, it sounds utterly horrific, but that's why they're not putting it up to a vote. They're not asking the people of the world if they want to be involved in this new world order. They're forcing it on them by corporate means and any other levers of power that they can uh, manipulate. And uh, we just have to understand that and push back at it, push back at them with the same ferocity that they want to impose this on us. Uh, Now, here's a – we'll start with a little bit of fun here. It's the Will Smith slap as covered by 14 different news outlets from the Babylon Bee. 
and I thought this was absolutely incredible. So uh, Babylon Bee put together these fake headlines. Fox News reports the, the Will Smith slap as Oscars plague by rise on black-on-black crime. Huffington Post, the patriarchal, the patriarchal roots of slapping exposed. CNN, mostly peaceful Oscars threatens to distract from the January 6th commission. OAN, if they hadn't stolen the election from Trump, this would have never happened. Accurate. Salon, white supremacy has gotten out of hand. I actually saw headlines similar to that about the Will Smith slap uh, snopes false will slip did not slap chris chris's cheek struck the palm of will's hand it would literally be that'd be like false no while he did slap him he had a good reason to therefore this claim is false uh, teen vogue will smith's totally hot slap and how you can use it on your gender queer partner in the bedroom yeah, good stuff for, for for teens right vox rethinking the slap why getting slapped is actually a good thing Daily Wire, Will Smith destroys Chris Rock with his one simple gesture. <laughs> Infowars, this is the best one, by the way. Illuminati members stage fake slap to distract us all from implementation of the New World Order. I think that may be verbatim what I said on this show. I think that may actually be exactly what we reported. And the funny thing is, well, okay, they have a couple more, right? Vice, I slapped myself 100 times and smoked crack to understand the black experience in America. The View reports, not the Bee, says, check this out. Will Smith straight up pimp slaps. Woke Chris Rock, reminding us all how The Last Jedi truly sucked. And Babylon B. Will Smith is Babylon B's woman of the year. Uh, really incredible stuff. But then if you go to the comments here on the side, uh, just about every one, the InfoWars one is actually pretty reasonable. Oddly enough, the InfoWars one is most likely closest to the truth. Even in parody, InfoWars has the most accurate description. It's, you know, it's, uh, it makes you proud, doesn't it? It makes you proud to know that even in parody form, InfoWars is always right. It just, it just is like that somehow. And, you know, I've talked about it before. I almost, I almost don't like talking about it because, I don't know, my, my wife feels bad about it, but, you know, my wife just doesn't pay attention to the news. She just doesn't care. She has better things to worry about. She has better things to do with her time. She's gardening. She's looking after the chicken. She's playing with our son. Like she just doesn't care to go on the news and read about the stupid nonsense going on in LA. Uh, and this happens somewhat often. And it's like, you know, she, she'll always ask, you know, at dinner yesterday, she's like, yeah, I didn't, I don't know what happened, but I heard people talking about something about Will Smith at the Oscars. And I'm like, oh God, oh God, I have to explain this because when you just are in the milieu and you're in the, the zeitgeist or whatever and you're reading about all this stuff uh, and you're talking to somebody else, you go, eh, man, you see what happened with Will Smith? Man, that was crazy, wasn't it? Slapping Chris, that was nuts. But then like to explain it to someone who has no context and is not aware of uh, that, that it happened, it's like kind of – I feel like guilty that I have to explain it. I'm like uh, – because when you really think about what it is, it really is like kind of horrific. It's like, well, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock in the face at the Oscars. And she's like, as a joke? And it's like, no, no, it wasn't a joke. Like, Chris Rock said this, said a joke about Will Smith's wife, and Will Smith, like, marched up on stage and slapped the hell out of Chris Rock and then went and sat back down and was, like, yelling super loud, like, you keep my wife's name out your effing mouth. And she's just like, oh, my God. And I'm like, yeah, actually, it is pretty horrific, isn't it? It is actually when I have to explain to somebody. And it's like that every time. It's never like, oh, I, I heard this story. What's happening there? I'm like, oh, well, uh, there were many kittens born this Sunday. There are tons of cute, fluffy kittens. No, it's just always something horrific every time we live in hell. Introducing the newest product from InfoWarsLife.com. 
We are so proud of InfoWars Life Immune Support. It is concentrated herbs that are known on record to supercharge our body's natural defenses. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something that is essential and everyone should get. And on top of it, it funds the InfoWar, so that's a 360 win. Let me tell you what is in this amazing product. Concentrated elderberry, concentrated echinacea, concentrated astragalus root, angelica root, loatium root, and more. This product is incredible. InfoWars Immune Support, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com, is funding the tip of the spear, the InfoWars operation. It is a 360 win. The only way you fail is by not taking action and getting this product to boost your body's natural defenses and keep InfoWars on the air. The globalists are hoping you don't take action. Take action now. InfoWarsStore.com. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four-and-a-half-year-old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I was just messaging someone on Twitter. They're asking about they wanted, uh, we're going to have Chase Geyser in the studio at 10 a.m., and they were wanting to know how they could watch it since they're going to be busy at 10. And so I tried to send them, oh, you know, it'll be up on band.video. Uh, as soon as the show's over, and of course I send it, I hit send, and an error comes up, and it's like, uh, we think this message is spam. It looks like it's automated. Uh, try again later. Okay, hey, try again. And it's like, oh, right, band. Oh, right, they censor our URL in private messages, right? You can't, it's not about publicly posting it. It's not about spreading misinformation. It's about limiting our ability or our supporters' ability to even communicate with each other and share this information. It's just, just another stark reminder. It's like you forget you know, we we live in this world. Where it's like oh, I'll just I'll just text somebody the the URL to our very popular website, and it's just like oh yeah, no, we can't. No, we don't live in that world. We don't live in a world where you can just share things with another human being without the oversight of some faceless corporation. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot that we live in hell. That we live in a completely controlled and really ridiculous world. So you learn something new every day. Banned in private messages. Really an unconscionable transgression to the morality of this country. Just horrific. So please, please help us fight back against this. Do you understand the level of attack that we're up against on a daily basis? That these things aren't just done by accident. It's not some algorithm that just 
happens to scoop us up as they troll looking for legitimate threats or whatever. No, these are targeted attacks on InfoWars specifically because of the information that we put forth, not because we advocate violence. We don't. Not because we're racist or anti-Semitic or any of the other crap they label us with because we're not. It's because we tell you the truth and these people love lying. <laughs> they love lies. They just – they live in a world that is predicated on and established in lies. So we are a threat to that creation, and so they have to censor us at every possible level. I hope you can support us. I hope you can help us fight back against these continual attacks by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Get one of the incredible silver coins that uh, we're now selling selling the second run of these that will sell out very rapidly. Beautiful, beautiful silver coin. You can get this one-of-a-kind creation of InfoWars by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Secure yours today. Pure silver, one-ounce coin, Really beautiful stuff, a collector's item that you can pass down to your grandkids as they're, I don't know, hiding in the basement from the robotic globalist kill squads that are hunting down the last lovers of freedom. Or you can uh, frame it on your mantle as you relax and sit back next to your fire uh, thinking about what a wonderful world we've created with our information jihad. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Take advantage of the biggest sale we've ever had with 75% off some of our top-selling products and get your one-of-a-kind silver coins, courtesy of InfoWars, InfoWarsStore.com. Now, let's get into the horror. Let's get into the ridiculousness. Let's actually start here with Thomas Massey. We're going to go to clip number 17. Because we are actually seeing something all too rare and all too necessary, the pushback by the Republicans on the deep state. And let's be clear here. This is not a partisan issue. You know, I think that's one of the things that that makes the Republicans seem kind of ridiculous is when they're like these Democrat partisans in the state in the spy state these democrat partisans and the cia and the fbi they aren't democrat partisans they're corrupt elements they are corrupt elements that will partner with the corrupt elements on the right just as quickly as they'll partner on the corrupt with with the, with the corrupt elements on the left it's just that there's way more corrupt elements on the left so they tend to go that way and the left with their continual aggrandizing of you know maximizing of governmental power is a use they're useful idiots for the spy state they're useful idiots for the deep state and the permanent bureaucratic spy class that resides in D.C. and doesn't change when politicians do. They're not subjected to votes by the public or oversight in any real form. And so this needs to be pushed back against by both sides of the aisle. But of course, Republicans are going to be the only ones that actually do it, and they really only do it when it's their existence or their political power that's threatened by these organizations. But I go on. This is uh, Thomas Massey, and he's talking about something that we brought up yesterday. In fact, uh, my guest, David Sinclair, was talking about the Pegasus spyware, which is the Israeli spy software that can root into your phone and find all your information without leaving a trace. And Thomas Massey actually brought this up in his questioning of some of the spy chiefs in the Senate yesterday. Let's watch. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thank you. Um, I would tell the witness that I wasn't going to ask any questions today until he brought up the Duke versus UK ball game from, from uh, ancient history. Um, but uh, I do have some questions that I want to ask now. Uh, first of all, 
Are, are you aware of a uh, piece of software named Pegasus that's uh, provided by NSO Group, Israeli software company? Yes, sir. Does the FBI use this program? It looks like they had a license to it for $5 million. Yeah, so, um, so the FBI uh, has not and did not ever use the NSO products operationally or in any investigation. Uh, we did buy a limited license for testing and evaluation. Those limited licenses are part of our normal exploratory process to understand what other technologies are out there. Uh, but again, we have never purchased it for use operationally or in an ongoing investigation. So your, your division hasn't used this spyware domestically? No, sir. Um, have you detected the use of this software um, domestically? Sir, there's reporting um, in the media about Apple filing a lawsuit against NSO, and there's a lot of information in that article. Um, I can't comment further on your question truly due to classification, uh, but if that is of interest to you, we could consider a, a background briefing. I would appreciate that very much. Thank you. Um, Executive Order 14028, called Improving the Nation's Cybersecurity, uh, requires agencies to adopt a zero-trust architecture and um, to achieve certain goals by the end of fiscal year 2024. The FireEyes hack uh, was possible because everybody trusted that software. And so I, th I think the zero-trust architecture has merit. Can you tell us if uh, cybercrime or cyber division is taking any steps toward that executive order in adopting zero trust architecture or promoting that? Sure. So, I mean, when we look at 14028, which is really tailored towards DHS and CISA's role in the cybersecurity ecosystem, um, you know, CISA would be responsible for multi-factor authentication recommendations, zero trust. We are absolutely supportive of all those top-line uh, requests because they do move us to a better security posture. From a bureau perspective, what we're focused on is that that executive order should lead to more transparency between government and private sector, standard operating procedures for incident response, alignment between the bureau and CISO on what incident response is and how to do it effectively. Um, one of the sort of catch-22s are oxymorons. Right, we're about to go out to I break here. We're going to come back and talk about Matt Gates taking the FBI to task. But just remember, folks, you know, Thomas Massey is doing the God's work doing God's work in uh, trying to find answers to the surveillance of American citizens, especially with foreign software, allowing foreign actors to use that software on American soil, should probably be a, a priority of uh, the American spy state, but it doesn't seem to be. And just remember, the FBI, I mean, they can't lie under oath. They never do. Uh, and it, when they do, they get caught and they get punished for it badly. Look at Clapper. If I had to describe with just one word the brainwashing, the mind control, the asleep prance that the general public is in, the best word would actually be the people are lost. Just like you're lost to sleep or lost in a bad nightmare or you're in a car wreck and get knocked out and you've lost your bearings because you are totally dizzy and confused. You have a concussion. And that's what the globalists have done. They have stunned us. They have put us into a position of not knowing our bearings. And then Klaus Schwab recently came out and gave a speech he called The Great New Narrative, where he brags how the public is lost, how the culture and the media uh, 
has been driven to make sure the people are all alone so they can now guide humanity over the edge of a cliff. That's what their great reset is. They need darkness to thrive. The light lives at InfoWars.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. If you had to look at, if you had to identify one particular problem in America from which so many other problems stem, it's got to be the machinations of the deep state, of this unelected class of permanent spies in Washington who operate completely outside of any legitimate governmental oversight where the people are responsible to their citizens, like the leadership is responsible to the citizens, and that responsibility is codified by the votes that they receive for the people. Like These people don't have to worry about that. They don't even have to worry about oversight from the people that have to worry about that. They operate completely independently for their own goals, pursuing their own designs, and using America as a you know, a farm for people, you know, full of cattle to slaughter and, and use as they please. I mean, that, that's that got to be the central focus of what we have to do to clean house. I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this. I'm trying to think of a way to say it that doesn't involve some sort of metaphor about exterminating rats in the attic. Because I don't want to kill these people. I just want them to go away forever. <laughs> I just want them to shut up and go away for all of time <laughs> just just a way just i don't care if it's a jail cell or an island or just just a farm in the midwest just go away strip them of their power take all of their rights and privileges away they don't deserve it they have only used it to impoverish america culturally spiritually and financially for the entire time they've been in existence and it looks like finally some republicans are starting to push back and this is Kind of a kind of a brilliant thing because we're seeing something I didn't think we'd see, the resurgence of the Hunter Biden laptop. So often, like we've gotten used to it now, where like some bombshell story happens, like the Hunter Biden laptop story is earth shattering. It is a just archive of corruption of the sitting president. It is a testimony. It's like it's like Moses coming down from the mountain with these tablets. It's it's this artifact of corruption that could tear down the deep state it is a huge thing and i was pretty much resigned to the fact that with media corruption and control they had completely buried this story and we weren't going to hear anything about it and i guess it was just that new york times article that just sort of offhandedly admitted that the thing was real that got this ball rolling but now boy is it rolling and it's it's a snowball going downhill and it's only getting bigger and bigger but of course just to touch on what all of this is about We'll, we'll talk about this story first. Congressman who claimed D.C. elites invited him to orgies will face dressing down. Dressing down, that's not just the opening act of the orgy. No, he's not invited to the orgies anymore. That's the first punishment he gets. You're not invited anymore, okay? If you're going to go tattle about our, sex, our drug-fueled sex parties in dungeons with a bunch of creepy old turtle people um, and their sex slaves, like you're not invited anymore. You're not going to be able to – have access to the sex slaves. Okay, you're not getting the drugs, the pharmacy, and the 
Capitol building gives us, you know, we're going to cut you off from all of that. Ha, Madison Cawthorn, take that. And then, of course, you know, if you reject the initial orgies, that's, I mean, that's a testing ground, right? They bring you in and, hey, are you willing to uh, be a despicable scumbag? Are you willing to uh, do disgusting things in public so we all have blackmail on you? You're not? Well, then you're really not getting into the cool parties. You're really not getting into what we do after this party, you know. When it really gets going, of course, Madison Cawthorn is set to receive a dressing down from House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> it's just a funny phrase, dressing down. It's like, no, please, I want to stay clothed, Mr. Minority Leader. I don't want to go to your parties. As we highlighted yesterday, Cawthorn made the astounding comments during the Warrior Poet Society podcast when he agreed with the host that the House of Cards was more like a documentary than a work of fiction. And, of course, that's why I don't know if you know that the, the House of Cards series was hugely popular in China because they love to laugh at us and they love to know how corrupt and horrifying our leadership is. It makes them feel powerful to know that they don't really have those types of problems. They kill the people that do the things that our Congress does. That's just the latest. Uh, Matt Gates, meanwhile, is saying let's strip security clearance from every spook who said that Hunter laptop, Hunter's laptop was fake. This morning, Representative Matt Gates announced his Spook Who Cried Wolf resolution aimed at stripping the security clearances of the 51 intelligence officials who falsely claimed that the Hunter Biden laptop, which has now been verified by the New York Times, was Russian propaganda and not the drug-addled ramblings of Joe Biden's son. Saying, quote, today I will be introducing the Spook Who Cried Wolf resolution to indefinitely bar security clearances from the 51 intelligence officials who publicly lied, wrote Gates on Twitter, and labeled the real content of the Hunter Biden's laptop as Russian disinformation. It's a start. It's a start, Mr. Gates. It's a very good place to start on the punishment of these people who use their vaulted and vaunted position in the United States government to lie and deceive the American people. It's a start to strip them of their security clearances. Stripping them of their freedom would be a decent continuation of this trend. Let's go now to Matt Gates here. Clip number – I don't have time to do – we'll do clip number four. We'll play as much of it as we can. Uh, it's a six-minute clip, but we'll play a couple minutes of it. CBI, uh, FBI cyber chief cannot find Hunter Biden's laptop. Here's Matt Gates grilling that cyber chief. So where is it? The laptop. Sir, I'm not here to talk about the laptop. I'm here to talk about the FBI cyber program. You are the assistant director of FBI cyber. I want to know where Hunter Biden's laptop is. Where is it? Sir, I don't know that answer. That is astonishing to me. Is, has, has FBI cyber assessed whether or not Hunter Biden's laptop could be a point of vulnerability, allowing America's enemies to hurt our country? Sir, the FBI cyber program is based off of what's codified in Title 18, or um, Title 18, Section 1030, a code which talks about computer intrusions, right, using nefarious intent. Network well, you've talked about passwords here. I mean, Hunter Biden's password on his laptop was Hunter02. He drops it off. All right, we, can, at, we can pull it down. Uh, I mean, it, just, it, goes, it goes on and on like this, right? Matt Gates, like, what about these security vulnerabilities? What about all the corruption? What about the fact that you've had this since 2019 and for three years you've done nothing with the laptop? And now you say you don't even know where it is and you don't even know who in the FBI would even be in charge of that sort of thing. What I'm realizing is I would make a great FBI agent. Can you imagine? I, I've got, I've got, the, the style down, right? It's just like, uh, sir, or why are you not doing the most basic things for American security? And just like, 
whatever, dude, I'm not, so shut up. I'd be great. I'd be so good. It's just like, uh, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Are you a legitimate, you know, uh, uh, guardian of American security? And it's just like, yeah, maybe, whatever. Who cares? Biden's laptop? I don't know. I don't have it. Do you have it? Oh, you do? Oh, you do have it, Matt Gates? Well, that's interesting then. Let's go to uh, this next clip, number nine. Because Matt Gates does have the contents of the laptop of Hunter Biden, and he has now entered it into the or he's at least trying to, entering it into the congressional record. Let's watch. I'll tell you what, Mr. Chairman, I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record of this committee the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop, which I'm in possession of. I'm not... Hmm? You're not what, continent? You're, you're not what, able to control your no bowels? To that. You're not what, a human being? You're a gremlin? What are you not? Sorry, Jerry Nadler. Have you ever seen a more worm tongue like display? So Jerry Nadler is now. I'm not even sure who it is whispering in his ear. I've, ne- I've never had. I will object long. pending further. Uh, Somebody is literally just the basis whispering into Jerry Nadler's ear, and Jerry Nadler's just you saying what he's being told. And I object pending. Well, what is happening? Who is that, Mr. Chairman? I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record the receipt. It may very well be from the entered, Mac shop. It may very well be entered into the record after we look at it further. Oh, I'm sorry. Mr. Chairman, I seek unanimous consent to enter into the record the receipt from the Department Mr. of Mr. Justice Chairman, this is to Ms. the Mac shop. Defend the FBI. Defend the spy state. I'm, I'm a Democrat. We can't let we can't let corruption from the Democrats be entered into the to the congressional record. Now, I have to say. I don't want child pornography on the congressional record. That's not right. That shouldn't be in there. That's what's in the Hunter Biden laptops. You really want to enter that into the congressional record? It's just have you ever seen a more despicable display of villainy? Just literally this guy like whispering in Jerry Nadler's ear and Jerry Nadler's just like, uh, n- no, we're not, we're not going to do that. It's just like just corrupt beyond repair. We are only offering three coins in the series. The first coin was released in December of 2021 and sold out in 10 days. Now, the second coin, as we enter the last days of March into April 2022, is now being offered. And I believe it will sell out in just a few days again because these are historic coins and because our amazing listeners want to support freedom and keep InfoWars at the front lines of the fight against these tyrants. So, go for yourself to 1776coin.com and see the new Liberty Tree coin. It is powerful. Witness this powerful iconography for yourself and have this piece of history and be part of the founding member system that we're set to launch in the very near future thanks to your support of this project. Get a historic memento that helps keep InfoWars on the air and also gives you a real piece of history at 1776coin.com. I don't like coming to you and saying this could be our last broadcast. Hell, I've been on there 27 years, and only the last year or so have I said that. But let me tell you, the new world order is breathing down our neck. The big globalist publications are coming after us, and they're doing everything they can to shut us down. So please pray to keep InfoWars on the air, and please support the local station you're listening to as well. At the same time, go to InfoWarsStore.com while you still can, and get a book, get a film, get a t-shirt. Get some supplements because it's that money that helps us stay on air in the face of this thing. I need your help more than ever now. I want to keep fighting the globalists, but I can't do it if you don't support us. So pray for us, word of mouth. 
Tell folks about the broadcast however you can. And buy great products that will enrich you and your family's lives every day at InfoWarsStore.com. Whether it's high-quality coffee or supplements or books or films, all of it nurtures the soul. All of it empowers humanity. All of it is pro-human and pro-God. Thank you so much. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. goings-on. Still have a lot to cover today. We're going to talk about the ridiculous sexualization of children going on in our country, supported by our biggest corporations, the desperation of the Democrats, and what dangerous new lengths they may go to to maintain power when their every design falls flat and ruins everything. But I want to say two special welcomes. First of all, welcome to everyone who is an info warrior and who so powerfully supports everybody that comes on our shows. Yesterday, we had on the president of Volta Wireless talk about his new uh, program and phone to help you uh, evade surveillance and not have your information tracked. And the website crashed almost immediately after he came on because so many people were so interested in this and wanted to go to his website and sign up. It's amazing to know that so many people out there support what we do and support our, our sponsors. It really makes a huge difference, just like going to InfoWarsStore.com makes a huge difference. But I also want to give a, a special shout-out, a special hello, because I know you're watching, to the little gremlins out there, little goblins who are watching, and they watch every day, every second of every show. They pour over, looking desperately for something to use as ammunition against us. We know because... Well, Josh Lekitz comes on the program and gets his Patreon taken down later that day. Not only did Volta Wireless's website go down because of the legitimate traffic that we drove there from the InfoWars platform, but it was also subject to a DDoS attack mere minutes after going live with their president, which means somebody out there is watching, and as soon as a guest comes on, they launch a DDoS attack against their websites. So hello, whoever you are, you little gremlins, you little goblins, you little despicable snitches, you bootlicking coward weasels. I, I hope you're I hope you're happy with yourselves, you little Dolores Umbridge, Randall from Recess, little monsters. You know who they are. They're the little creatures just folded into the fat of Jabba the Hutt. They're they're just they're protected by their master's slug like girth, and they're just cackling, thinking that they're strong because they've tied themselves to a despicable source of evil. But you know, we're the Jedi. We're the honorable Jedi. You can laugh at us. You can mock us. You can act like you're powerful, but we're going to kill your, your ogre. We're going to choke out the slug monster with a sexy woman in a metal, metal, metal bikini, and you're going to be the laughing stock of the whole world. We're going to win, whether you like it or not, whatever devious little attacks that you manufacture against us. They aren't going to work because we're the good guys, and the good guys win in this world because this world is run by God. So good luck with all of that. Good luck with your little your little schemes. Good luck with your little tricks. Good luck with your little DDoS attacks and your little and, – and how amazing is it that they watch our show all day, every day. And for three hours a day, I talk off the cuff, no teleprompter, no script in front of me. I just say what I'm thinking. And every day they watch, desperate for some inkling of falsehood, some inkling of hate that they can latch onto and clip out. And, and write an article about, and they have nothing. They come up with absolutely nothing. So congratulations to them for having the mental fortitude to resist the truth so hard. Like, 
you know, it must be incredible to be so encased in lies that the truth cannot break through to you and you continue to be the person that you are regardless of how obviously awful your entire existence is. Like, I feel sorry for you, but I'm also kind of astonished at how resilient you are to facts and reality and love. It's, it's really amazing. Uh, it's also amazing how right we are about absolutely everything, isn't it? Isn't it incredible? Isn't it wild how they have nothing against us? <laughs> they have to bring up stuff from 10 years ago out of context in an attempt to destroy our reputation. But they are. They're attempting to, and they're paid to do it, and they're sitting there all day, every day watching us, desperately looking for ammunition and coming up completely empty. So that's who we're at war with. That's who we're fighting against, and we hope that you, the good people out there, the info warriors full of you know patriotism and goodwill, can help us to fight back against the hordes of gremlins now scurrying across the um, airwaves by going to InfoWarsStore.com and making a purchase and uh, giving us the ammo we need metaphorically, to defeat these people in the information war. Infowarsstore.com is where you go to support us, and we thank you so much for supporting us and supporting our sponsors as it really does make a huge, huge difference. We do appreciate it. Now back onto the onslaught, the Republicans fighting back against the empire of lies. Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson held a series of speeches yesterday, and they should continue today. Story at redstate.com. Lawmakers dropped the receipts on Hunter Biden on the floor of the Senate. Senator Chuck Grassley and Senator Ron Johnson took to the floor of Congress on Monday to lay out the considerable financial connections they had had found between Hunter Biden and oligarchs connected to foreign governments, including Ukraine and China. Let's go now to clip number five. This is Chuck Grassley discussing this investigation into the Biden family foreign financial entanglements. This is just part one of a long longer video that I suggest you go watch in its entirety to get the full context. But here's just a little snippet of Senator Chuck Grassley. It began in August 2019. I started at that time an inquiry into a transaction involving Hunter Biden that was reviewed by the federal government's committee on foreign investment. On September 23, 2020, Senator Johnson and I released our report. On November the 18th, 2020, we released our supplement to that report. Those reports were based in a large part on Obama administration government records and also almost a dozen transcribed interviews of government officials. In both reports, Senator Johnson and I made financial information public that hadn't ever been known before. Our report exposed extensive financial relationships between Hunter and James Biden and Chinese nationals connected to the communist regime. Most, more precisely, these were Chinese nationals connected to the Chinese government's military and intelligence's service. And you see next to him there the printout that he brought showing the official bank records with the signatures from the likes of James and Hunter Biden and their 
Chinese counterparts, Grassley showed bank records indicating the CEFC had transferred 100000 to a bank account for Hunter Biden's firm Owasco, as well as giving further credit to Owasco. The Senate report uh, that they had previously released on the matter showed that the member of the Bi- members of the Biden family had used the money for a global spending spree. Now, there is no middleman in this transaction, said Grassley. This $100,000 is what effectively is from the arm of the communist Chinese government directly to Hunter Biden. And he sarcastically dared the media to deal with the facts, saying a question to the liberal media and my Democratic colleagues who accused us over the last two years of distributing Russian disinformation. Is this official bank document Russian disinformation? Of course not. They'll ignore it anyway. Hard to deny. That's the subtitle from uh, Fox News. Ron Johnson pointed out how hard it is to shoot down the evidence that they have. Here's a clip of his speech from yesterday. Clip number 12. This is the first time this document is being made public. As Senator Grassley described in detail, it shows that money from CEFC, which which is effectively an arm of the Chinese government, went directly to Hunter Biden. Bank records like this piece of evidence are pretty hard to deny and sweep under the rug. Our reports were chock full of irrefutable evidence like this. And yet, the media buried those details in in an attempt to keep it hidden from the American people. You know, I know it's it's just treading over well-worn road uh, to say, can you possibly imagine? Can you possibly imagine if this was the other way around? How many times have you heard about, oh, well, in, in 1985, Donald Trump received a million-dollar loan from a Russian bank that he paid off five years later. Is he compromised? Is he compromised because of this legitimate loan from 35 years ago? No, he's not. What about Hunter and Joe Biden receiving massive checks from the Chinese Communist Party or the mayor of Moscow like last year for nothing to show for it. Any any interest in that? And they're just like uh, Russian. That's Russian disinformation. That's Russian disinformation. You Putin spokesperson. It's just as ridiculous as you can possibly get. So it looks like Hunter Biden's laptop is starting to have the appropriate consequence in the American government. And we Eagerly await further revelations from Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson, as well as more, you know, fighting words from Matt Gates and uh, Thomas Massey, as they continue to hammer down the completely out of control deep state that runs roughshod over law and order in this country. The very thing they're supposed to uphold. It is an existential crisis for this country, and now is the time to set it right or be taken over forever. We'll talk more about the global world order, the democratic schemes on the other side. But remember, go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. 75% off some of our top-selling products. It's the biggest sale in our history, and it's the most important time ever to support us as we are on the knife's edge, folks, as a civilization and as a company. InfoWarsStore.com. If I had to describe with just one word the brainwashing, the mind control, the asleep trance that the general public is in, the best word would actually be the people are lost. Just like you're lost to sleep or lost in a bad nightmare or you're in a car wreck and get knocked out and you've lost your bearings because you are totally dizzy and confused. You have a concussion. And that's what the globalists have done. They have stunned us. They have put us into a position of not knowing our bearings, 
And then Klaus Schwab recently came out and gave a speech he called The Great New Narrative, where he brags how the public has lost, how the culture and the media uh, has been driven to make sure the people are all alone so they can now guide humanity over the edge of a cliff. That's what their Great Reset is. They need darkness to thrive. The light lives at InfoWars.com. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Hey, welcome back to our second hour of American Journal Has Begun. So much more to talk about today, and we'll get back into the real devastating news here in just a minute. We're going to take a quick little break, quick respite from the horror and the terror and the globalism to laugh a little bit, have a little bit of fun mocking the way that the mainstream media is so desperate for the types of conflicts that we would rather just avoid it's not good for us it's not good for anybody wars plagues these sort of things and yet the mainstream media loves this stuff it's their bread and butter here's a clip from a show called the day today sort of a proto daily show from a little while ago but a brilliant piece showing the media and their just absolute love of war let's watch the day today war a man sees gold in his car. He crashes. Today's historic trade agreement between Australia and Hong Kong marks a new season of hope for the future of world trade. The two countries have been at each other's throats for years, but now the hatchet's been buried by a treaty which allows unrestricted trading between all parties at all levels. I'm joined now by Martin Crace, the British Minister with special responsibility for the Commonwealth, and Gavin Hawtrey, the Australian Foreign Secretary in Canberra. Gentlemen, this is pretty historic stuff. Well done. A future of unbridled harmony then, Australia? Yes, I think uh, Martin Crace and I can be uh, pretty satisfied. It's, uh, it's a good day. And if, as in the past, Australia exceed their agreement, what will you do about it? This is a very satisfactory treaty, which I'm sure will work well. Naturally, if the limits were exceeded, then this would be met with a firm line, but I can't see this being uh, necessary. Mr Hawtrey, he's knocking a firm line in your direction. What are you going to do about that? Well, in that case, we just reimposed sanctions as we did last year. Sanctions? Hang on a second. Successful. They've only just swallowed their sanctions and now they're burping them back up in your face. I think sanctions is, is rather premature talk. Certainly, if sanctions were imposed, we should, uh, we should have to retaliate with appropriate measures. But I, I think can't... appropriate measures is a uh, euphemism, Mr Hawtrey. You know what it means. What are you going to do about that? Well, I'd just have to go back to Cabinet. And ask them about what? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's a matter for the military. Uh, the military? I, I, th I think military measures is totally inappropriate reaction, and, and I think this is way, way over the top. Sounds like you're being inappropriate, are you? Of course I'm not being inappropriate, but Martin Christ knows that full well. This is the sort of misunderstanding that I thought we'd laid to rest during our negotiating period. Misunderstanding it certainly is. It's certainly not a treaty, is it? You're both at each other's throats. You're backing yourselves up with arms. What are you going to do about it? Mr Hawtrey, let me give you a hint. Bang! What are you asking me to say? You know damn well what I'm asking you to say. You're putting yourself in a situation of armed conflict. What are you plunging yourself into? You'd like me to say it? I want you to say it, yes. You want the word? The word! I will not flinch. You will not flinch from? War. War. Gentlemen, I'll put you on hold. If fighting did break out, it will probably occur in Eastmanstown in the upper cataracts on the Australia-Hong Kong border. Our reporter Donald Bethlehem is there now. Donald, what's the atmosphere like? Tension here is very high, Chris. The stretched twig of peace is at melting point. People here are literally bursting with war. This is very much a country that's going to blow up in its face. Well, gentlemen, it seems you have little option now but to declare war immediately. 
Well, this is quite impossible. I couldn't take such a decision without referring to my superior, Chris Patton. He, he's in Hong Kong. Good, because he's on the line now via satellite. Mr. Patton, what do you think of the idea of a war now? I'll take that as a yes. Very well, it, it's war. War it is. That's it, Chris. It's war. War has broken out. This is the war. That's it. Yes, it's war. From now on, the day to day will be providing the most immediate coverage of any war ever fought. On the front line and in your face, Donald Bethlehem. Standing by, Douglas Hurd. The day to day smart bombs have nose mounted cameras. This is Smart Bomb Stephen, and that is Susanna Gekeloys. I'll be reporting from inside the fight. Like some crazy Trojan. And keeping an eye on everything that's going on out there at the day to day news pipe, Douglas Trox. Chris, the first the weather from Sylvester Stewart. All right, folks, yes, it is an orgy of war, and the uh, media is all about it. War, virus, terror. Are you scared yet? Can they make money yet with all of this war? They're desperate for it. We'll talk about the real war going on, the war between humanity and the globalist schemers on the other side. This is American Journal. Support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Remember, that was the day today. Have fun searching that on YouTube. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour has begun. We'll be opening up the phone lines in this hour to take your calls. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call now at American Journal. We'll be taking your calls throughout the hour. We'll be joined by Chase Geyser in the third hour. He's a popular podcast host and a true intellectual libertarian. Uh, he's, he's all read up on all the literature, and it's very fun to talk to him. So we'll be talking about the state of America and the way that Americanism is the solution to so many of our problems, just the classic Americana ideals and morality that built this country is what we have to return to. And so many problems that we're facing now are a result of moving away from that ideology and that mindset. And that may be why the Democrats are suffering right now. They're not, they're not doing so hot, fortunately. Story from New York Magazine, AOC's warning for Democrats, quote, we're in trouble. Why are you in trouble, AOC? Is it because your every single plan enacted by your party causes widespread devastation and suffering? Is it because everything that you want, you get, and the consequence is inevitably and without exception the opposite of what you promise it will be? Is it because your entire ideology is predicated on a false premise that government is the solution to every problem and that throwing more money at whatever the issue is will just immediately solve it because money magic? Is, is that what it is, or are you worried that you're not socialist enough? Obviously, she's worried we're not socialist enough. In fact, she – talks about how uh, Obama <laughs> was called a socialist, and she's like, I wish, I wish he was. Yeah, if only, if only the Democrats had more power. Like this is, the, this is the insanity of the Democrats. They have absolute and total control over the media landscape, every single channel except for maybe Fox News, which isn't even that hardcore right anyway, but that's the one exception in a sea of left-wing outlets I mean, just imagine being this big of failures, right? Think about how much Infowars is under attack, and yet we're here, and yet we're growing. And then look at the Young Turks, which, like, 
If I turn on my smart TV, it has a Young Turks channel preloaded into the TV. Can you imagine if InfoWars had that type of corporate allowance? Like we are pushed that hard. Could you imagine how big we'd be? And yet the Young Turks are still failing. They're constantly begging for money. Now we beg you to go to InfoWarsStore.com and buy a product and it's good for both of us and you get something you want and we and it's capitalism and it's great and wonderful. The Young Turks are just like, just failing endlessly they just get tens of millions of dollars pumped into their coffers on like an annual basis and basis and then they just lose it all and are complete failures and ridiculous you know the, the butt of the joke on online but it's just typical it's typical of democrats right just have total control of absolutely everything every arm of the government every arm of the media every arm of the corporate superstructure the globalist scheme itself is in their direction, and yet it's constant failure. It's constant reversal of any goodness that that comes about from any sort of intervention. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. They always suck. Whatever their their demand is, they get it, and everything gets worse every single time. AOC says, quote, as a younger member of of Congress— The first vote I ever cast was for Barack Obama, who was called a socialist and all this stuff. All this rhetoric that we see today has been the political reality my entire life, and I never – and I so – and so I never felt a nostalgia for something that never existed in my lifetime. I feel like our politics fundamentally changed, whether it's for the better or worse for people's determination, but I'll never understand the illusion that we can bring Manchin along. See, she's infuriated that there is a single Democrat that is not lockstep in cooperation with their socialist program. That's the problem to her. It's not that there's 80 million Americans that disagree with her. It's not that half of the Congress is on the other side and that they have to come sort of come to some sort of compromise. The real problem is the one person on our side that isn't willing to blindly follow wherever this actress leads, right? They're insane. These people are just insane and they're totalitarians and they want absolute total control. And once they get it, Everything will get worse, and they'll use that as an excuse to gain more power because they're psychotic because they, do- they always double down continuously. Unbelievable. But, of course, there's reason for her saying this. Poll, according to TheHill.com, Trump leads Biden and Harris in 2024 matchups. If the 2024 election was held right now, the poll finds Trump getting 47% of support compared to 41% for Biden. 12% of voters are undecided. And, of course, that's before the middle of the night you know, uh, vote dumps in select counties throughout the country. So who knows what the you – know, if they could make up that shortfall. But, of course, gee, why would that be? Was it because under Trump we had no new wars? Is it because under Trump we had massive, massive – economic success is it because gas prices were actually affordable back then is it because well we were still under the assault of the left on a continual basis but at least it wasn't the president and his administration getting in on the beating on the on the gang beating of the american body homeland security is making plans to handle a record surge of migrants Yeah, you thought that the border was open before. Just wait until the Democrats get what they really want, which is the uh, undoing of Title 42, which could be lifted when seasonal migration trends decrease. But That never actually happened since October. Border officials have apprehended 900,000 undocumented migrants at the southwest border. The Homeland Security Department said on Tuesday, bringing the 2021 fiscal year, undocumented migrants were caught a record-breaking 1.7 million times, which would be a shocking, shocking number if 
we sent them back. If we actually stopped them and then arrested them and then deported them to their countries of origin, that would be still a shocking number. The real shocking thing about this is that those 1.7 million people pouring across the border in endless waves of uninvited migration get given, get handed a envelope of cash and get put on a plane to a city near you without your knowledge, without your approval, but with your tax dollars paying for it and with your you know, non-governmental organizations and Catholic church ferrying them along. Americans energies uh, Americans energy worries surge. Americans are significantly more worried about the energy situation in the US than they have been in a decade. Nearly half of Americans say they worry a great deal about the availability and affordability of energy. This is up from 37% a year ago. And of course, energy is just one of the many inflationary uh, things going on in this world right now with US households now facing a 5 $1,200 inflation tax this year. Inflation will mean the average U.S. household has to spend an extra $5,200 a year compared to last year for the same consumption basket, according to estimates by Bloomberg e- Economics. And again, the amazing thing is that AOC and her cohorts in the socialist left, it doesn't even enter into their conception that this may be the reason that Democrats are failing. That's because every one of their policy leads to actual physical suffering of the American people, not in a metaphorical way, not in some sort of academic way where it's like, oh, because the society doesn't accept my sexual proclivity, I'm going to kill myself. Look, I'm I'm a victim here. Like that's the type of suffering that these people are worried about, the real suffering of people actually – going bankrupt and having their bank accounts emptied and having to miss out on major life experiences because they just can't afford it anymore and being worried about where they can send their kid to school or whether they can save up for retirement, like real on-the-ground worries that people have. It's not a bad thing to Democrats. It's a vulnerability to exploit. They go, oh, oh, you're poor now? Oh, you can't afford anything? Well, come to Papa government. We'll supply everything for you. We'll give it all for you. We'll give you everything you need. Just give us more power. Surrender your power to us and we'll make up all these little shortfalls. And of course, all of their programs just cause more and more shortfalls and more and more you know, liberty, which is brought about by prosperity. And they all recognize this. They just think the only solution to it is to steal the money from the prosperous people and shower it onto the people that don't feel like working. <laughs> particularly much, and uh, act like that's going to solve everything. So it's just from security of America to just basic you know, rights of America to be able to walk down the street without being put into a coma by some homeless guy bashing her skull in like happened in McDonald's in New York City yesterday. Somebody put in critical condition when they were just like going to fill up their little catch-up bucket and they just get a, a brick across the face. You know, these are things that people actually worry about, actual suffering, of Americans that could be solved by government intervention if they actually cared about that, but they're going to take your police and tax the UN hell out of you. run contact tracers aren't coming. They're here all over the world, from Australia to the United States, from Canada to Germany. These tyrants are tracking everything you do, everywhere you go, and then coming to your house and threatening, in some cases, actually taking people away into the night to their facilities. And they're planning in the next year to expand their shield process where they come and take, quote, healthy people away and put them in facilities. 
for their safety. This is nothing less than martial law. And one big thing you can do to fight back is to get high quality Faraday cages, many of which are made here in America and are very compliant, meaning U.S. government military grade at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the entire line of Silent Pocket ready to ship to you when you visit InfoWarsStore.com. Again, we have big backpacks. We have special dry bags. We've got them for cell phones. We've got them for laptops. We've got them for iPads. It's all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So protect your privacy today and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. The first 10 amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech and free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. We'll go out to your phone calls in just a second. Listen to this awesome song startup. Yes. Welcome back, folks. So obviously, Democrats, every policy they pursue has just absolutely devastating consequences in the real world for American citizens. It's just ubiquitous. It's without exception, whether it's defund the police or the open borders or the medical tyranny. All of it causes real world suffering and drastically negatively affects the lives of American people. And they could not care less in their pursuit of power and in their desperate psychological paradigm where they have to be right. They have to pursue their ideological goals regardless of the evidence of the outcomes, right? And since they can't appeal to the American people on these things, since they do not have the arguments to make, they circumvent the American people by appealing to the corporations. And this is laid out really well at, uh, joshbarrow.com democrats have become too reliant on corporations to push progressive values he says why do liberals have the power to convince these days and or who do liberals have the power to convince these days and who do they focus on convincing i asked this question because it's strange that so much of the activist response from the so-called don't say gay law recently signed by florida governor ron DeSantis has been focused on the walt disney company the law, widely backed by Republican politicians in the state, restricts K-12 instruction related to sexual orientation and gender identity and imposes a number of other ambiguous requirements that opponents reasonably feel could intimidate some teachers out of the mere mention of LGBT people, especially since those requirements are backed by a private right of action. Disney's offense is that it did not do, uh, do enough early enough to communicate its opposition to the bill. The question is, who is Disney? What is Disney? Disney is a multinational corporation that – is pretty open about the fact that they're desperately trying to subvert traditional American values 
in favor of their own rather perverted set of beliefs. Disney executives admit they are pushing gay agenda, deliberately creating propaganda to make kids transgender. New videos emerged showing Disney executives bragging about how they're pushing a gay agenda to kids, deliberately producing propaganda to make kids transgender. Now, I'll cover those videos in a later segment, but I don't even want to get into the transgender stuff. This is more about the corporatocracy that we are now being saddled with. As DeSantis says in Florida, Disney, quote, crossed the line with criticism of don't say gay bill. Uh basically saying for Disney to come out and put a statement and say the bill should not have been passed and that they're going to actively work to repeal it, I think, one, was fundamentally dishonest, and two, I think that crossed the line, saying this state is governed by the interests of the people of the state of Florida. It is not based on the demands of California corporate executives, DeSantis said. They do not run this state. They do not control this state. And I'll add the qualifier, yet, yet, wait till the Great Reset fully takes place. That's what the Great Reset is, is government by corporations. Now you have Jose Castillo in Florida running for Congress who says, I work at Disney. The vast majority of Disney workers support the parental rights and education bill. They may be a silent majority, but they'll be sending a loud message on election day. Obviously the response to this should be, don't be silent. Stop being silent. But the problem is they'll get fired from their job if they're not silent about this. The problem is they are subject to the corporate overlords at Disney. So again, things that the globalists can get through you voting, they'll do through you, you voting. If they, can, if they can convince you to vote for something they want, they'll let you vote for it. If you would vote against them, then they will override your vote with their corporate interests. That's just the paradigm they're working with. That is their plan now, and that's what they're moving forward on doing. Megan Bashram backs up Jose by saying, my conversations with Disney employees support this claim. They are silent because their woke co-workers are vicious and threatening and they fear for their jobs. Disney insiders tell me internal pride Slack channels is already incensed about this tweet and have reported Castillo to HR. So just a horrific situation that most you know, corporate drones find themselves in these days where the corporations who give them their livelihoods and support their way of life are operating in complete contradiction to their own personal values and yet they can't speak up about it because of the vicious atmosphere of the leftists in these corporations this is what the great reset is all about is overriding the will of people with the will of the corporations you'll notice disney is is will thank the muslim slave factories in china like these people have no morals these corporations don't have legitimate ethics in the slightest right not it's not even close but they will manipulate the american people because they see us as the enemy and they want to destroy us and override our will and people say well you know it's just it's because corporations are capitalists and they just follow whatever the trend is and so if it was profitable to do something here they would do it here it's all about profits for them but it's not we see it here they'll go along with you know they'll take down the 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 pride label of their corporation in saudi arabia because saudi arabia isn't into pride they, they have no they have no compunction about this they have no they're not going to withdraw operations from from there they will withdraw operations from georgia if georgia tries to pass a voter you know fraud act if they try to make their elections legitimate they'll withdraw power from them and if florida if the people of florida want and are given through their representation in the government a bill that limits lgbt instruction in school they'll override that they'll work against that they'll fight that because they know the american government isn't like the chinese government or the saudi arabian government and we don't have a tradition of the government intervening in you know corporate 
matters. Maybe, maybe it's time that we do, but is that not opening up a Pandora's box of a whole other host of issues? The point is that corporations are the mechanism by which the New World Order and the globalists will enforce what they desire regardless of what the American people want. And as a final little touchstone on this outrageous creation, you have this. BlackRock president warns, quote, entitled generation to, quote, put their seatbelts on over speeding inflation. This posted by Pedro L. Gonzalez. BlackRock president Rob Capito warned that, quote, a very entitled generation of people would soon have to face shortages for the first time in their lives as some goods grow scarce because of rising inflation. Saying, quote, for the first time, this generation is going in uh, is going to go into a store and not be able to get what they want. Capito said Tuesday at the Texas Independent Producer and Royalty Owners Association Conference, an annual oil and gas industry convention. Quote, we have a very entitled generation that's never had to sacrifice. Yeah, you're entitled for being an American. You're entitled for wanting basic necessities. You're entitled for wanting to just enjoy the level of lifestyle that you and your parents and your grandparents built in this country. That makes you entitled. That makes you a spoiled little child. And now BlackRock is here to set you straight by forcing inflation, by limiting your ability to buy things, by forcing you into a world where you will own nothing and you will be happy. And you will thank them for the privilege of being a little slave in their paradigm. Unbelievable hubris from these people. Unbelievable, unconscionable confidence these people have. I don't even know what to say. I mean, what it reminds me of is that Chinese professor calling the American bookstore owner privileged and entitled and, and arrogant for refusing to host Xi Jinping. Do they not understand what America is? America is the place where people can work hard and then benefit from that prosperity, where they can own a shop or they can own a home and they're king of that castle. And it doesn't matter if it's king of, of China or if it's the queen of England, if they don't want them in there, this is America. You don't outrank that American. Oh, you're president of China. Big effing deal. Go find another bookstore. We don't care. But that's not the world we live in anymore. Now that's entitled. Now that's arrogant. Now the basic thing, basic way of life that America has established is being overridden by these arrogant scumbags who are robbing us and rubbing our face in it. We are only offering three coins in the series. The first coin was released in December of 2021 and sold out in 10 days. Now the second coin as we enter the last days of March into April... 2022 is now being offered. And I believe it will sell out in just a few days again because these are historic coins and because our amazing listeners want to support freedom and keep InfoWars at the front lines of the fight against these tyrants. So go for yourself to 1776coin.com and see the new Liberty Tree coin. It is powerful. Witness this powerful iconography for yourself and have this piece of history and be part of the founding member system that we're set to launch in the very near future thanks to your support of this project. Get a historic memento that helps keep InfoWars on the air and also gives you a real piece of history at 1776coin.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Beep, 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 beep.
You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to The American Journal, directly out to your phone calls. Now, we have Clinton from Atlanta. He called in yesterday, and I took his calls the last minute of the last segment we were taking calls. We didn't get a chance to address what he was talking about, and so I'm very glad that you've called back today, Clinton, so we can actually have a conversation about this because your topic is about waking up young people. You're a young person yourself, and you seemed a little disheartened yesterday at uh, the way that you've tried to tell people the truth about stuff and have just been frustrated in your your lack of success in changing people's minds. I think most of our audience can sympathize with you in that. But thank you for calling in again, Clinton. Uh, We just remind us again what you called in about. Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty much the question I wanted to ask Alex, like, what 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 do he think like would be a better way to get to younger people to to wake them up to mm-hmm. to tell them the truth and have them actually believe it like you know yeah 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 well you know one thing i cuz i've had people you know max in kansas i was i was jamming with max in kansas about this too cuz he's you know 16 years old and i I feel I feel really bad for young people these days because I was able to go through high school without politics being like an overwhelming concern for anybody, really. Like we just had a good time and didn't really care about what was going on in D.C. And I really wish kids had that sort of innocence until they were old enough to understand things these days. But, of course, you got to target the kids if you want to you know, capture them as sort of uh, customers for life in the same way that – cigarette companies used to advertise you know using cartoons to attract kids because then once you're on that brand you're on that brand for good that's what the democrats are doing now they're trying to indoctrinate kids in in school but one thing you know i tell them and i and i would suggest to you is that you can't take it personally when people won't change their minds like you cannot forcefully change somebody's mind right you can lead a horse to water you can tell them the truth you can try to explain to them but it's really to your own detriment if you let their inability to wake up affect you in any way right if if you try to explain something to somebody and they just don't get it or they don't believe you like what you know you should just go all right well i tried you know and then hopefully they'll wake up sometime and if they ever have questions i'm here for them but you know to like to like beat yourself over the head just like and you like get angry like i keep telling them but they won't believe me like because i do that sometimes we gotta you gotta step back and just go look it's up to them if they want to change their mind they're the only ones who can do that I can't change it. And at the end of the day, they're just tricked. They're just they're just being tricked by a bunch of liars. And, and I think that's what they need to know. I mean, so I, I really I wish I had a, a good answer for you, but I think it's our job to just try to tell people about this, try to frame it in a way that they understand. Because the problem, wouldn't you agree, Clinton, is that like everything is so inaccurately portrayed that they think that they're like standing up against racism by you know going against voter fraud laws right like you want to put laws, right. laws into place to like have secure elections and they're told that like oh this is an attack on black people so you have to resist it and it's like so that's so far off the mark that they are think they're being good people they're following their better impulses to not want to be divisive they they want to help people they want everybody to be equal and they think the best way to do that is to go along with the leftist paradigm but it's a complete it's a complete falsehood it's it's a total scam and i don't right. I don't I don't get it because when i get scammed and when i get lied to i get mad at the person lying to me i get mad at the person who 
is, is tricking me. And I go, I'm not going to fall for that again. But they don't seem to, to want to do that anymore. What's, what's been your experience, Clinton, as you try to explain stuff to people? Like, what's the responses that you get? So, at the, what, I, I pretty much woke up at the beginning of this whole COVID stuff, right? Right. Like, when it first started popping off. But I had, I had like, been seeing Alex for years on YouTube. Like, I watched him in, when I was in middle school. Right. So that, this stuff was kind of in the back of my mind when, when everything started. Right. And, like, I, I ended up getting to a few of my family members about this, but for a minute, like, my whole family was mad at me. Right. I lost, I lost, like, a handful of friends over all of this, and it was like, yeah, I really don't even care because I'm going to stand on everything I say because I got the evidence. I can right. show you everything I'm talking about. Right. But whether you believe it or not is up to you. I'm giving you my my reasons why my reasons behind my choices, all of that. But people don't people don't want to. Even when you show evidence, they don't want to believe it. They call your sources fake. They say they say you getting you getting stuff from from sources that aren't credible while they bring you sources from mainstream media, CNN right. and Fox news. It's like, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I mean, I, you know, I, I just laugh because I know exactly how you feel. I just, I just, <laughs> I get it exactly where, where, and, and I'm glad you have the confidence to stand up against that. And I think that's part of it is a lot of people aren't as, like strong as you to be honest where it's like if they say something and people go that's ridiculous you're wrong they go oh okay sorry sorry uh, you know don't don't hate me don't don't get mad at me and they want to back up but it's like when you really understand this stuff when you have the evidence and are just going no it's true i don't care like if you're mad at me for telling you the truth i it's the truth i'm sorry i can't change my mind <laughs> because you're right. mad at me uh you know and but but you know you you said you've been watching alex since since middle school, so you had this sort of seed planted in the back of your mind, and you know, if nothing else, hopefully that's what you're doing for people is planting that seed in their mind, and hopefully they have the memory to where when all of the lies that they believe now are eventually shown to be lies, they'll go, oh yeah, Clinton told me about that. Yeah, he warned exactly. me about that a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> I've been having those moments too, like, I've been, because on, on my Instagram and stuff like that, I be posting a lot of true stuff, so a lot of people don't really like what I post, but I don't care. Right. And when when the same thing that I posted six months ago, four months ago, come up in the mainstream media, and now everybody's talking about it, I'm like, yo, where was y'all at when I said this back then and y'all didn't believe it? I was conspiracy theory, though. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, for real. And, and I mean, everybody gets it now, like— I, you know, if you ask your friends, like, oh, do you do you think the media has our best interests in mind? Do you think the banks have our best interests in mind? Your friends would probably say no, right? Like, they understand that the people at the top, they don't care about us. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. They don't care about, you know, our livelihood or, or our wellness or anything. Like, everybody understands that. But somehow, they're they're tricked into going along with these same people that they know don't have their best interests. They know they lie. They know they manipulate things. And I guess they just don't have the alternative information. So I think just giving them the information uh, that they need is good. And, and hey, you know, uh, I'm sure I'm sure you're the same. People like myself, like if I'm presented, if I firmly believe something, I think something's absolutely true. Like, dude, it's happened to me so many times. It happened to me with Obama. It happened to me with like um, it happened to me with Trump. <laughs> it happened to me with right. <laughs> with a number of certain things where I was like, ah, Trump's a terrible person. He's he's bad. He says these horrible things about women. He's racist. And then like. And I would get in arguments with my parents, like really, really big ones. And then like I 
did my research and I looked into it and I went, oh, God, no, I'm really wrong about that. So it's like some people, you know, you can if you give them the evidence of the truth, even if they really strongly believe otherwise, once they're presented with the evidence, they have the sort of mental fortitude to go, okay, all right, I was wrong. You were right. Dang, I need to I need to recalibrate how I think about things now that I have this new information. Most people aren't that strong. So you really have to you have to address them and approach them on their own ground, which is tedious and time consuming. I found it's the only way to actually convince people is like to like sit down and have a long conversation. It's like an hour long where they can ask questions and you can respond to them and, and, you know, talk about the history of things and understanding, you know, where all this comes from and make it, you know, overtly clear that at the end of the day, you guys are on the same side. At the end of the day, you both want what's best for your people, for the American people, for yourself, for everybody, right? We all want what's best for everybody. And I know it's kind of cliche, but you really have to approach it from that and go, you know, I'm not, I'm not a COVID denier. I'm not, a, I'm not an anti-vax weirdo. I'm a, I'm a public health proponent. I want things – I want everybody to be healthy, and I don't think this is the, the healthiest way to do things. I think people are making money from this. I think people are you know, hiding bad reactions oh. to the vaccine, you know, and so you've got to approach them sort of on their own ground and, and really make it so obvious that what you're, what you're doing is really – beneficial it's good it's not you're not hateful of anybody and you're not just baselessly questioning things you have the evidence uh i just I, i'm just thankful that there's people out there like you clinton that are uh, standing up for the truth in the face of all this pressure we here at Infowars are proud to announce the first ever kava kava root supplement that is now available at infowarsstore.com Kava is one of the hottest new breakthroughs in the natural health world today. Though it has been used for hundreds of years in the Pacific Islands for its relaxation and euphoric effects. According to ancient Samoan legend, Kava was given as a gift by the sun god Tagaloa, who they considered to be the supreme ruler and creator of the universe. The Samoan people would drink kava tea during social gatherings and sacred ceremonies to loosen up a little. Nowadays, kava is used around the world by many who enjoy its serious benefits. The new kava chill by Dr. Jones Naturals contains a full blend of not only kava kava, but other herbs including, but not limited to, German chamomile, organic skullcap, and valerian root. We do expect to sell this new product quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting InfoWarsStore.com. In December of 2021, InfoWars offered the first in a three-part series, the 1776 Anti-Tyrant Coin, and it sold out in 10 days. And if it wasn't for listeners getting this original, powerful coin, a founding member coin, we would not be on air today. Now, the second coin, The Liberty Tree coin is being offered, and it will probably sell out in 10 days again. It certainly needs to, to fund our operation. It is so historic, and it has a quote from Thomas Jefferson about the Tree of Liberty being refreshed with the blood of patriots and tyrants and more. See the coin for yourself at 1776coin.com. It's also at InfoWarsStore.com. It's amazing. There's only 10,000 of them. And as a founding member, if we're able to stay on the air, we're planning something very, very special for everyone that helps us go to the next level. So get your new Tree of Liberty coin while you still can at 1776coin.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right.
right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. Chase Geyser is in the building. He'll be joining me in the next hour to take your calls. We'll be talking about the COVID passport. We'll be talking about the New World Order. We'll be talking about what it means to be an American and what a, what a, what a wonderful thing it is to be an American. Take your phone calls in this segment. Just quickly to finish up with uh, the call from Clinton, I was just thinking about this. You know, nowadays my approach is maybe a little bit more laid back. Like people like Clinton from Atlanta are like the most important people who are using their own personal Instagrams to spread the truth to people. You know, we can create Instagrams, we can create Twitters, and we can speak to the choir. But really, it's about reaching out to other people and letting them know: Look, this isn't. This isn't some hate-fueled, fear-mongering conspiracy theory I'm pushing forward. I'm pushing forward here. It's the truth. It's the reality of what's happening, and, and it's based not in hate but in love of all humanity and disdain for the people that are trying to destroy what love has created. So it really is so important. And so nowadays, you know, I, I described it the other day with my friends who were talking about getting another booster shot. And my response is like, well, you probably shouldn't. Like I can send you information if you want. And they're like, no. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> you know, like, hey, I can't, I can't force this on you. I'm also not just going to sit here and go, oh, booster, good idea, good, you should. Yeah, go for that. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. But I'm also not going to, like, disown you for going. I'm just going to go, look, you probably shouldn't. Honestly, it's not a good thing. It's, it doesn't protect you, and it has huge side effects. Like, you really shouldn't. And they're like, yeah, well, we're going to. And it's like, all right. <laughs> okay, that's all I can do. But I was thinking back to, like, my earlier days in college and stuff. And this one time I was having a conversation about abortion with a girl and we were going back and forth and I was proving all of my points and I, I kept being right about everything and she would kind of, you know, you could see in her eyes, she would kind of like, she'd be like, oh, I don't have any argument against that, but you know, I better bring something else up. And then finally I realized somebody else told me, they're like, well, she's had an abortion. And it's like, oh, okay. All right. I'm not going to convince this girl that she's a murderer. Like she cannot cognitively take that in. She can't go, oh, I agree with you. Abortion is murder and I murdered my child. Like she's not going to do that. So it's just like an impossible hump to get over so you know that's the way a lot of people are where it's just like look they're so invested in the matrix that they will fight to stay in the matrix that's that's a line from the matrix and it's it's extremely true so you know at a certain point you try to present the truth you try to tell people you let them know you don't back down you don't hide what you believe but you also don't get mad and you don't uh, lash out if they don't believe you and you don't ruin friendships over it that's just my opinion and I think uh, it's more valuable to have a wide swath of friends that you know you, you engage with non-politically that you can then introduce these ideas to. And if you have a time, if you have a road trip or something where you can actually suss this stuff out and talk about it and get down to the nitty-gritty, then you can convince some people and change their minds or just send them over to InfoWars. And hopefully they have an open mind and can take in this information without bias. With that, we go back into your phone calls. Hobbs in Nebraska, thank you so much for calling in. You were on the air about the, the Will Smith slap. Thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Hey, good morning, Harrison. Good morning, Info Warriors. Yes, so the uh, Will Smith slap thing, the argument seems to be about whether or not it was a sincere reaction or if it oh. was a... Oh, sorry, that was my uh, my, my work bell here. That's right. uh, the, the argument seems to be whether or not it was a sincere reaction or if it was a staged event to gin up publicity for the Oscars, who's had tanking viewership in the last couple of years. but. I want to put forward that the conspiracy goes a little bit deeper than that. You see, afterwards, everybody's asking, what was the joke about? Well, it was about Jada Pinkett Smith's bald head. Well, why is she bald? Well, she has an autoimmune disorder called alopecia. 
And uh, you can actually get your producers to uh, put this up on the screen behind you if you want to. Right now, you can go to Google search and type in just the word what. And the first autofill is what is alopecia? So everybody's asking about what is alopecia, what are the signs, what are the symptoms, but most importantly, is there a treatment for it? And, well, what do you know? Wonder of wonders, our good old buddies at Pfizer and BioNTech have recently developed a drug called uh, Ritalbitacin, I think is how it's pronounced, that uh, recently passed efficacy trials in August of 2021 and is moving on to clinical trials. In addition to that, they were one of the primary sponsors of the Oscars the other night, and they had a multi-million dollar 30-second ad spot at yeah. the Oscars. I've yeah. heard of that, and I've also heard rumors that alopecia as an autoimmune disorder may be one of the primary side effects to the vaccines. Maybe they cause the disorder and now have the medicine to treat it and stage this little event at the Oscars to uh, get publicity for it. Things just always seem to work out so well for these corrupt scumbags, don't they? Yeah, Funny thanks. how that works. Thanks for pointing that out, Hobbs. Yeah, I've seen that a lot on Twitter, so I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I haven't looked into it very much. Uh, and honest, honestly, it's, it's a little bit too crazy. I think it might just be sort of um, convenience. I think it has more to do with Will Smith being routinely humiliated by his own wife and then taking it out on somebody else. Because uh, I've been in that situation, right, where, like, I'd get in a fight in high school. I'd get in a fight with my friend for saying something about my girlfriend when really it was my own insecurity about my girlfriend that, uh, that you know, made me lash out. I think that's sort of where Will Smith is, where his wife very publicly cuckolded him on multiple occasions and, like, did YouTube streams where she just humiliated him brutally. And uh, so, you know, he, he is a little puppy dog with her, and so he has to lash out at – an innocent comedian in Chris Rock. I think it has more to do with that, but it is a very interesting twist in the story, this Pfizer alopecia medicine. Thanks for letting us know that, Hobbs. Let's go now to uh, Sean in California, who is wondering who the guy behind Nadler is. Yeah, who's Wormtongue, Sean? Thanks for calling in. No idea who that guy is, uh, Harrison, but isn't it funny that the Congress can go without their masks, but the people whispering in their ears get to wear their masks? Mm, convenient. Someone to find out and dox whoever that is. Because that will lead you to whoever is, you know, objecting to uh, Matt Gates entering the Biden laptop into the record. Yeah, wasn't that amazing? Matt Gates wants to wants to put the Hunter Biden laptop, and, and this guy, whoever this is, and the, the camera's framing it so you can't see his actual face, but he literally just like runs up and is like whispering into Jerry Nadler's ear, and Jerry Nadler's like, oh, "Okay, let me listen to this guy." Whoever this is, the FBI or something, what he's saying, uh, you know, maybe we could read lips, except well, he's wearing a mask. So another little convenient uh, thing there. But yeah, if, uh, if some listeners want to find out who that creepy worm tongue is, I'd love to know because it would be fun to uh, puzzle that out. Thanks for the call, Sean. Let's go to liberal baby mama burn in Illinois. That is a name. Welcome to the show, liberal baby mama burn. Hey, what's up, Harrison? How are you? Good, thanks. All right, man. So my kid, I have a liberal baby mom. Yeah, okay, shame on me. This was 2013, and I was a you know an innocent liberal college student. So now I have a baby, and he's nine. And I was like, I gotta make sure he doesn't take the shots, right? So baby mom's like, I need him to take the shot. It's hindering my life if he doesn't take the shots. If he doesn't take the shots, I know what's he. What are we gonna do? Oh, my God. Yeah. Take shots, and I'm like, no, dude, it's not. We're not doing it. I'm like, don't do it. You don't know any of the side effects. You don't know anything. And here we go. So 
two years, like a year into it now, he takes him to Walgreens. And I showed him Elizabeth Degare, all that video, you know, where the girl in the wheelchair. Yeah. And he was like, I was like, you want your legs, right, Charlie? And he goes, um, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> and I'm like, good, good. So you don't want to get these jabs. This is real easy, dude. It's not hard to think about. And he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. And I'm like, good. So then went to the Walgreens with her. She goes, oh, here, Charlie, we're going to take the shots. And he's like, oh, okay, I guess we have to take the shots now. Mm -hmm. And then he walks up and they poke him. And he pulls his arm away. So like, oops, sorry, dump it. That's right. Well, uh, watch well, your language, but go ahead. Poison shots into him. So he, he, he pulled away, ran away down the hall, down the, you know, down the aisle. And he laid down and he goes, I'm not doing it. And he started crying. And I was like, oh, God, thank God that that happened. Because wow. otherwise he would have taken the stupid jabby. And who knows what would have happened at this point, you know what I mean? Yeah, seriously. And, and there's a story, I'm trying to find it here, but uh, out of UK, yet another like child, like 12-year-old child, dying of a heart attack in a UK school. Here it is. Boys, yeah. uh, year seven boy at Essex Academy-run school dies of a suspected heart attack during lunch break. It's so not normal. It's so <laughs> out of the ordinary. I, I mean, I, it almost has never happened in the history of man that you have – an eight-year-old dying of a heart attack that doesn't have some sort of pre-existing condition. They're born with a heart defect. That yeah. happened, sure. But to go from healthy to heart attack at eight years old, that's the vax. It's nothing but the vax. So yeah, th this is like the one caveat where I'm saying like, hey, you know, don't, you know, don't worry about like trying to shove your idea, you know, your, the truth down people's throats. If they don't want it, that's up to them. Like, if it's if it's like the mother of your child and it's your child's health, like then that's the time to be sending these headlines, to be constantly inundating them with the new updates. Going, see, yeah, more information, more information, more information. Uh, man, well, congratulations, I, congratulations on the successful, you know, undermining of uh, of that plot by your wife to inject uh, your son, and uh, who knows what you've saved your son from. I think that's absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for the call. We're going to be back on the other side for the quick little video, so we have time to get Chase all set up in here, but we'll be back with Chase Geyser on the other side. Remember, you can support us by going to InfoWarsStore.com right now. It's 75% off some of our best-selling products, lots of gear and survival gear and all that sort of stuff. But of course, the uh, supplements that you need in your life, like BioTrue Selenium, are 40% off. So your one-stop shop is InfoWarsStore.com. Supports freedom. Support us. So I did it. I signed up for the Austin Marathon. I've been training probably not as much as I should be, but thank goodness for prayer and thank goodness for InfoWarsStore.com. Before I set out on a run, I throw down some Turbo Force to give me that energy I need to get going. You know, besides the energy, Turbo Force, it is giving me the vitamins I need, like vitamin C to keep me healthy and the essential B vitamins plus the amino acids for sustained energy, giving me the best chance at getting through the training. And then every day now, I'm taking Dr. Jones Soreless. I have bad joints. Thanks, Mom. So this is great for giving my joints the extra support they need right now, plus inflammation support and extra flexibility. The quick-release capsules help me recover fast so I can get back to the training. Even if you're not crazy enough to take on a marathon, good news, Turbo Force, that can still give you the energy and clarity you need for every day, and Soreless can keep you moving and feeling great at any age.